It's like really loud in here, so I don't know how loud I have to talk. So I might sound like I'm yelling, but I'm really not yelling. I mean, I kind of am, but it's not like, it's just so that you can hear me. But I was reading through Isaiah this morning while I was sitting in Perkins. And I'm just like, dude, I should have been bringing my Bible into Perkins in the morning months ago. I've been going in there for like three months all the time. And uh, I'm usually on my phone doing business stuff, which is, that stuff's got to get done too. But like, it's, I should have just been bringing my Bible because I could do both. And uh, I started going through scriptures and stuff on my phone within the last couple weeks, but then I brought it in today. I'm like, this is way better. I can write in it. <laughs> so, so I'm going to start going in there with the, with my Bible and, and notepad every day. Um, and just getting in the presence of God, which I think it's, it'll actually be kind of evangelistic too, but that's not really the, the point. Um, I just want to like spend time in the presence of God before I start working. So, this thing is cool. I will bring the blind by a way that they, by a way that they know not. Almost want to read it some more. Um, but he basically, he goes on to say, he's like, I'm going to light up the dark places in their lives. And th- this is in, I- in Isaiah. He's, he's just prophesying. And I just thought that was kind of beautiful. Because that's like totally what he does. And you can think about somebody getting healed that's like actually blind. Or you can think about, you know, how like God has an adventure for us. And even right now, with the current condition of our soul, we're still undergoing the process of the salvation of our soul. Because our spirit's saved and we're born again as Christians, right? And we're one with God. But our soul is being saved. So, in that sense, I'm still blind to certain things. So he's going to lead me in a way that I don't know yet. And he's got an adventure for me. And that's kind of cool. Like the life that Lord ha- the Lord has for us is not boring. And then there's this part. I always like sing to the Lord a new song and his praise from the ends of the earth. Sing to the Lord a new song. And I don't think he's just talking about people that are worship leaders or people that write worship music. I think he's talking about all of us, man. And it's not just a song. It's more than a song, man. It's it's the way we live our lives. It's like God's creative. He created everything, so we're creative. So like when he says sing a new song, that could be that could be anything, man. That could go into any creative hobby that could go into any business that could go into any ministry that could go into like just the way that we're going about our relationships with people do a new thing say a new thing go a new way that hasn't been gone before it doesn't have to look like anybody else and it's praise to God and it's like that. it comes from the Holy Spirit. The devil can't create anything new. He just copies things that God did. It does say in the Bible that certain people invent new ways of sinning and da-da-da. But it's, it's, it's all counterfeit of the real thing. The only one that can create something 
new, that's real, that's true, the only real thing. It's it's God. It's his his creation. That's the thing that's real. Magnify instruction and revelation and glory to us God. That's also in Isaiah 42. It says that it's his good pleasure. It's his pleasure um you know for when we can't see something and when we don't know something it's his pleasure to magnify instruction and revelation and glory to us like he wants to show us it gives him pleasure to show us so man in that same way when we're when we're sharing that with other people what joy it brings to his heart man it's crazy and like when we think about like people that are I was just talking about this with somebody like pe- people that are that are sad, you know, people that are in the church that are sad and they're just, they're not, like they're, do, they're doing all the stuff, but they're, there's just, there's like a, a sadness there. It's a lot of times it's, they're, they're not helping other people and maybe they don't even know how, maybe they never have. And, um, but when we're helping other people, when we're helping them, we're giving God the instruction and revelation. When we're praying for them, when we're encouraging them, that's going to, that's going to be the most joyful life we can live. If we're going to find real pleasure in anything, it's going to be that. It's helping people. And we can do all the stuff, man. We can go to all the church things. We can go do all the religious activities, which aren't even, they're not bad things to do. But we, if, if we don't have love, like it's, we're, we're going to, we won't feel a thing, man. It'll feel like we have nothing. And, and what we, when we do feel a thing, it's, it's temporary and it's from the world. Because the way that we felt that pleasure, the way that we had that good vibe, <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's not from this, it's not from helping people, it's not from loving people. And sometimes it's just ourself. Sometimes we gotta magnify and give instruction and revelation to ourself. And just be alone with God. And there's joy in that. And that's that's where it starts, right? In a healthy place, that's where it starts and overflows from. God, we were somewhere last night. We were having a Bible study thing. And um, spilled over. It's in the beginning of Colossians. If you read the message version, it keeps talking about, you know, the, the like the presence of God, the grace of God spilled over from our lives. And it's such a beautiful thing, man. Like we can so receive from him in the secret place where like that's our that's our reality, man. As we get to know him more and more and more and more, it's it spills over. It spills over into every area of life. Like, I want it to spill over in that Perkins in the morning, man. I I want that so much. I want it to spill over in Qdoba. There was a guy, I was there last night, and this guy was on meth, and I didn't know what to say. I go in there all the time, and I see this guy. And um, so I was just kind of sitting there, like, praying in in my head, you know, and I I don't know exactly what to to do or, or say. He's a really nice guy. And, uh, but he, he was whacked out on something. I don't know if it was meth or coke or Adderall. I, I have no idea, but it, it was something, man. And um, it's like, my heart just breaks for that guy. And I, I want to see him set free. 
it spilled over from my life, man. I want the presence of God. I want what I'm experiencing to touch that guy. <laughs> Here was another cool thing. So, um, this is in Isaiah 43. This is like right in the beginning, pretty close to the beginning. Um, he says, fear not for I've redeemed you, ransomed you by paying a price instead of leaving you captives. I've called you by your name. You're mine. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And through the rivers, they will not overwhelm you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned or scorched, nor will the flame kindle upon you. And I feel like it's like, man, walking through fire. You think about walking through fire. Most people don't do that intentionally. Most people don't wake up. Some people do. (laughs) But think about an actual fire, like a burning fire, like a campfire. You're not going to wake up with the intention of like, oh yeah, I'm just going to go walk through this big campfire today. Like, no, you're going to get burned right it's like you're not that's not in the it's not on the agenda I think that's what I'm trying to say is it's not on the agenda to go and walk through the fire we don't wake up and plan on doing that he's talking about things he's talking about really challenging circumstances and some things we do, we do, we do go into head on in the day where we're like, we know that we're going to go do this thing and it's going to be difficult. But he's, he's also talking about the unexpected things. And he starts out in there, he says, fear not. Like there's nothing, man. There's nothing bigger than him. There's nothing greater than him. He's saying that no matter what, in the face of it all, we can live free. Not be burned, not be scorched. The waters won't overwhelm you. It's like I can hear him talking to me like, Jordan, it's not my will that you fall off the roof. It's not the will of God that you fall off the roof. But if you ever do, I will protect you. Stay close to me. <laughs> and he's, all, he's always close. But I'm talking about like in our soul, man. And how we're actually doing When we're living a life of obedience, there's more protection. There's more of a covering. There's more. It's not works. That's for real. You will see God protect you more. You will see God give confirmation to situations and things more. You will see God move more. You'll be able to go into crazier situations and see the presence of God manifest more. 
you live a life of obedience. I was talking about this with, last night at, at our Bible study. We were talking about this. The other guy had said something, and I was like, man, it's nuts. You know, like, I've noticed in the last, like, three months, just kind of coming out of a, a rougher season, um, like, all the confirmation that God gives me is crazy now about ev- everything. Like, big decisions and small decisions, even just working. It's like, I, I notice it more because I... <clears throat> I missed a bunch of church stuff last week. I was trying to go to church on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Which, that probably sounds like a lot. But, like, I, I was. I was trying to get to every one of those things. And didn't make it to a single one. And I planned on it. Like, I left open space in each day. But each day, there was significant problems that happened with my business. So, I just, I, I didn't make it. But every time, every single day, when I was still on the roof while everybody else was at church, the Lord would do one or two things at least to confirm to me that I was where I was supposed to be. One of those things was this guy, he's 20 years old, he owns five hotels. And first I go to Steam, this is when I missed church on, um, I think it was Wednesday? Yeah, I think it was on Wednesday. Um, I go to Steam as his, one of his hotels because he had ice on it and uh, and then I end up staying at a hotel in Morris I got stuck there because there was a snowstorm I didn't really get stuck but like driving home going 20 miles an hour it takes so long like you can just get way more sleep if you stay in a hotel <laughs> so and then I end up staying at the hotel and we end up talking and then I've got his phone number so like I think on Sunday or Saturday or something, I invited him to come to Young Adults, and I think he's going to come to our Young Adults group. And uh, I don't know what he believes. I have no idea. But man, it, and there was other things too, man. <laughs> so I don't know what the main thing here was. We'll call it Isaiah 42, probably. There's some really good stuff in there. And, uh, man, the life God has for us is not boring. And to to sing a new song, I think that's another huge thing. I don't know why I felt like the Lord was breaking that down this morning. He was like, the way it's been done doesn't have to be the way that you do it with anything. With the way you're running your business, with the way you're making music, with the way that you're doing ministry stuff, with your relationships with people, with friends, with family, it it does not have to be that way. And there is like a godly model and example and and a thing to go by that we have in scripture and in discipleship, like all the teachings of Jesus, everything. But God doesn't ever want us to put him in a box. And I'm not saying sin. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying like, don't do this stuff in the Bible. Like we're supposed to do this stuff in the Bible. It's good. But it's like, he just doesn't want us to put him in a box and he doesn't want us to stay in a box either. He wants us to sing a new song. He wants us to make a new thing, to say a new thing, to go about a new way of doing things led by the Holy Spirit, man, and power. So anyways, 
<laughs> God bless you guys.